What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. But a call! Hey, behave! Recording this podcast on a Sunday, as we hope the sun sets on golf and gives us golf on Monday, but I don't know. It looks like we're, I don't think we're going to get that middle call. If you listen to this Monday and there's not golf, then we're sad. Guy, honestly, at this point, I'm just happy when the sun comes up, you know, <laughs> just on a new day. I, I, I give it like a standing O. You're like you the Dalai Lama. I, wow. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I crack the, the, the shutters in my room so I get good airflow. And you also kind of come sometimes feel that sun come up, you know, around 6.15. Yeah. I, sometimes I just get out of bed, I stand up, and I just go like this. Thank you. So if you wake up at midnight and it's dark, do you go, oh, God, it's today the day? <laughs> I just try not to think about it. Just, <laughs> just check the clock and hope to make it there. Uh, podcast today brought to you by mybookie.ag. The promo code there is HAM1. Get on ha- it, baby. HAM1. Haberman's a new soccer gambler. We'll get That's into right. that a little later. <laughs> and uh, also brought to you by... I mean, Raycon, baby. Buy, B-U-I, Raycon.com slash ham. Went for a yog yesterday, and I wore them. They're great. The music quality is just fantastic. A good fit. They tuck uh, right in there. And it's just when the, when the bass hits, you're on the right song. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. God, this is, I, I feel you here, mm-hmm. Ray J. Good. Brandy's brother, right? Is that right? Yeah, I think it sounds I think, right. Yeah, yeah. Ray J's Brandy's brother. Sounds Talented right. family, you know? Remember uh, Kobe... Took Brandy to the prom. That's right. When he was yeah. in high school. Obviously, it was his prom. I mean, it was his prom, not yeah. hers. She's older. Yeah. Was uh, she from Philly, or was that just like a random, he was just that cool and good-looking and I don't famous? Know. <laughs> I'm sure so, someone yeah, will tell us the, immediately. Because some budding recording artist. It was like, it's one of the patented Kobe stories, right? Yeah. It was like, by the time, like, his prime, that was always one. Like, oh, yeah, he took her to the prom when he was in high school. To go, yeah, we know. Uh, and that was before you could just tweet, be like, 50,000 retweets at a porn yeah. star. Would you take me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jimmy raises his hand. That's right. Well, that was the other day we talked about Jimmy and Jordan Brand, and I immediately got a bunch of – there were a couple comments. I got a text right away from our buddy Chris Biederman. He's like, hey, 
watching the video, just got into it, and then it was a link to the article about how uh, by, by Nick Wagoner about when Jimmy announced on Instagram. And I had a bunch of people DM me like, yeah, Jimmy announced on Instagram. And then I, I was like, you know, maybe I knew that, that he was Jordan Brand. I mean, I don't know. I know he always wears like Air Jordans with his jeans, but. I feel like football players are a little under the radar with their affiliations, right? Like with a soccer player, with a golfer, with a basketball player. You just you say their name like their connection is usually yeah. synonymous. Who, who is Mo Salah with? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know I, either because he was hurt and it fucked me this morning. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Is that a good soccer player? Yeah, man, and he <laughs> was hurt and I didn't know it. I bet on his team. Well, it does feel like most of the good soccer players. Again, I d- don't like don't take this as the gospel. It feels like Nike's got that market cornered, right? Again, I'll, yeah, I'll defer to soccer fan here. It does feel that way. I know Adidas is pretty big in the sport, but yeah, it does feel that way. Does Umbro have anybody big? What What is Umbro? <laughs> you don't remember Umbro like in middle have, school, junior high? Have you ever got Not even like you elementary? Ever got, have you ever tried on a Pensol shirt? A what? The, the, I think it's pencil, Pensol, something Spell like it. that. P E N Pensol, Penol. It's like a S-O- new clothing brand. Ah. You know, it used to be a big deal like when you'd went into a store, right? Like, especially like a Golf Mart or Dick's or whatever, they, it'd be pretty clear, right? The Nike had the majority of space. Then Adidas and Under Armour were kind of fighting to be that number two space-wise. And then you go to the golf area, and it's just kind of like, whoa. You got, like, Travis Matthews probably, like, five or six years ago. Now there's, like, seven or eight Travis Matthews, I feel. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't even know. This Link one kind of looks cool. Plus Link Soul. That, that, that's oh, what Link that, Link Soul. Link yeah. Soul, not Pencil. So I tried on one of their – I think their stuff – I don't have any of their stuff. I've been waiting to go to a sweet golf shop, uh, like golf course, and we're like somewhere where I want to buy something, and they have a link sole because I tried one on at a golf mart one time, and they're like half zip fit me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's like a very SoCal kind of thing vibe. Doesn't it feel like Travis Matthews, Peter Millar, Link Sole? If you had said where are they all from, I'd be like uh, Laguna Beach, <laughs> like that's where they all started. Yeah, it, it feels because that's where Travis Matthews based out of L.A. Well, yeah, that's definitely a Southern California, L.A. I just assume Link Soul was like at one point. Soul, in time, I think it's Soul, like S O U L, isn't it? Link Soul. Link Soul. Yeah. Like Steve Soul, Kerr like, wears a lot of their like t shirts. Yeah. So to me, they got San Diego written all over it, it, These feel like surfer dude that as he gets older and he's like, you know, I can't get injured out there. So he starts playing more golf, but he's got that like RCBA yes, type totally. mindset. So he just kind of integrates it. And then the casual guy goes, this is fucking badass. Yeah. Right. And he's playing in vans. And that's also why sometimes originally their stuff, when they first come out, it's like, yeah, this, this is made for a guy that's in great shape. Well, <laughs> I can't even. What's the other one? There's Travis. Matthews. Not all of us surf people. What's the other uh, one that's like cursive? Um, not, not Travis Matthews. I don't think it's true. Oh, um, why can't I think of it? Travis Matthew definitely is a little long on me. Anti- well, it's also thin through the through the hips. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, the uh, key is like the, your sugar intake. They they call you out on it, right? What's the other one I can't think of it. Uh, golf brands. But anyway, I I don't golf would be hard to know, like what, like if you were okay. So you're a football player. Would you go Jordan Brand? I would not. I I, I know what I would go, and I'm still loyal to this company, even though Jay Lindbergh is who I was trying to think of. Jay Lindbergh. I that doesn't fit. Am a, I'm an Under Armour guy. I still am. I wear a lot of Under Armour stuff. I own a ton of Under Armour 
golf shirts that I feel like they've gotten nicer. I love Under Armour shorts. Uh, I, I'm just, I would look at it like this because their stock's like $6 and Nike's like 90 So clearly this last five years has been a separation. This was a revelation they, you had while we were playing golf last week at uh, but, but they Spyglass. still have some. they still have some stalwarts. Like they have, I'd say The Rock is every bit as famous as any human Nike has, right? Just The Rock. Like that's all he wears is Under Armour stuff. Uh, obviously Brady. More famous than Jordan? Yeah, I mean Jordan might have him, but non Jordan. I'm t- I'm talking like current athlete, like a guy like The Rock is still doing LeBron. the Rock stuff, whatever that is. Yeah, I'd say The Rock is bigger than LeBron. Would you? Or maybe they're equals. Mm. But they're in the same conversation, yeah. right? Like if top tier super top top tier world icons. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like you would rather if you were having a company, I think you'd rather just take LeBron, like tennis shoes itself. But I, I guy, I still think. They, they've fallen on some weird times. Their shoes are a little weird. But it's just, everything is somewhat cyclical. I mean, Nike's been on top for a long period of time now, about 30 years. Somehow, an underrated part about Nike, and maybe this will last like our entire adult life, they are still riding the coattails of a guy that hasn't played basketball in 20 years. His brand is so fucking big. The, the, conversa- the reason we're having this conversation is because the 49ers quarterback, who's 28 years old, is taking a lot of pride in wearing Jordan gear. Like, that's pretty nuts. Like, I don't feel, by the time we were in college, like, Magic Johnson or Larry Bird. Like, there weren't, like, you said Babe Ruth or something, but he didn't have a brand. And maybe that's just the way that McGre- He wore McGregor. He was Matt Gregor. Babe? Yeah, Babe was a big McGregor guy. So, I mean, do you think that Jordan, I, I wouldn't bet against it, but it it can't just last. It can't, nothing stays cool that long, right? Well, I mean... Like I'm trying to think of I'm I'm not a stylist, but I'm just trying to think of like brands that are built off of one person's name, right? Like Ralph Lauren Louis. or yeah. Would you say? But I'd say I'd say Ralph is dramatically not as powerful as it was like when we were. Yeah, kids. it's not. Um, what was but the like one you, Lu- said? you could you could use like a loot like a high end Louis something like that. But I'd say that's kind of niche. And even Louis those Rolex. are not be- like even Ralph Lauren. I don't think is built off of Ralph himself like Jordan is. But the thing that you would say with Jordan is it's just. Like he's still cool. Old, like yeah, like it's they've done an incredible job. I feel like the documentary. I feel like the documentary might give him an extra ten years. Because if you if I was fifteen and more. I didn't know that much about Michael and I watched that, I would be like, Dad, that's the coolest motherfucker I've ever seen. If I was Nike, I would just do a Jordan doc every ten years. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, so I, like I would Jimmy's, choose Under Armour. So I I love the logo. I lo- I think their like their cleats are sweet. Jordan's brand, Jordan brand, the problem is that anything they make that isn't a pair of Jordans is hideous. Like, I think they're running shoes, they're golf, they're golf shoes that aren't Jordan replicas, like basketball replicas are not cool. Now, I do think their yeah. cleats are sweet, but I don't think their sneakers are like their basketball shoes, the Jordan brand basketball shoes, I think are ugly. Um, and to me, that's beside, be, beside the Jordans that he actually wore. Right, exactly. Yeah. Besides the his. You're saying the separate ones they the Chris make. Chris Paul, yeah, I agree. The whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm with now, you. Now, to me, the number one, my number one priority when signing an endorsement deal would be how many different pairs of sweet sneakers could I get? Like, that would be the number one thing. Because I think everyone's gear is, in terms of like t shirts and shorts, it's pretty similar, right? Like, I don't. But see, see, that's where I'd push back. That is only if you're a basketball player. Like, if I'm a non, if I'm a golfer, if I'm a baseball player, if I'm a football player and I wear cleats, 
I think the more important thing would be like the power of the company. How help more famous can you make my individual brand? How much stock you're going to give me? Because the, the oh, basketball yeah, but shoe, how much stock you're going to give me is not. Let's just say they're all giving you the same value of stock. Yeah, but don't you think the bat like you don't get a basketball shoe if you're a golfer? You just wear the golf cleats, right? Like Jordan no, but, Spieth. But, no, no, no. But I but see, like to me, I'm wearing thirty different pairs of like how many? Do you got thirty different pairs of sweet sneakers that I can fill up my like Patrick Mahomes is like shoe closet where things are lit, light up, and coming out of spots and all that kind of shit. I do think it gets a little more challenging. Again, if you're 22 having this conversation, I'm looking at it more as an older guy, so I'd have to move back. You're right. You would have different priorities. Like at, at 35, I'm I'm one stock options. I want well, my bonus structure. We're just talking about what like what do you think is cool, right? Like what do you think works? Yeah, the and cl- maybe the clothes. Would, the cl- the cl- but you would say the clothes would really matter because you 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 don't wear other clothes. So sometimes when I see Steph in an Instagram video with yeah. like Nike shorts on. I'm all now. A lot of times, I, one time I was like, "Oh my, I can't believe!" And then I realized they're Warriors, so it's like, "What are they gonna do?" Yeah, you can't, because Nike has the NBA now, right? So he just, you know, what are they gonna say? Not, I, not ideal. Like Michael though, putting right? the flag over the uh, Reebok logo. On the like, wouldn't Team you USA say for jersey? wouldn't you say for Nike that's a pretty big win every time you can get Steph Curry on Instagram and a pair of your shorts? I don't give a shit yeah. if they say Warriors on them. Yeah. If I get the swoosh, I'm yeah. not paying for that. No, it's so I would. I like. To me, Adidas, like running shoes and just like lifestyle, like sneakers. They're, I don't think their basketball shoes are cool, but whatever. That would be a problem if I'm playing basketball. I think Adidas stuff is sweet. I, I don't think they're like polos hold up to Nike. I think Under Armour, even in terms of just like golf shirts and stuff, has better looking stuff than Adidas. Um, Again, Adidas polos made for a skinny guy too. Right? I think make- they look better on thinner players. Yeah. People. I'm just talking golf shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Because when you think it's about just, most of their golfers, like Bubba, most people's models uh, don't have pot bellies, yeah, love handles. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, I mean, I could I see- appreciate a guy going like taking a swing like Anta or something. I I know? do think I'm with you. There's something to be said for. Do you have 30 different guys like me, or am I your number one kind of? You're gonna push me. Like Harold Varner, like Jordan Brad. Is there another Jordan golfer on tour? There probably is Keegan, one or two. Keegan Bradley. Keegan, yeah. He's just friends with Michael. But it's a small group. Like, so it's just like, it's just the two of them. Like another group. That's where I'm saying with golf, the PXG guys really stand out. There's only a couple guys. The, Horschel. The, the, yeah. the, Jor- the Jordan guys stand out. I also think Max Homa, who we were talking about before we started recording, the yeah. LA guy who went yeah. to Cal. He wears Travis Matthews. I don't think Travis Matthews has that many guys because he's a Southern California guy. Like, that is – you take a lot of pride in that. I'm sure you – like, again, Nike, if you're LeBron and stuff, you talk to the main guys. But if you're just a random Nike guy, like, are you talking to the head honchos at Nike all the time? Probably not. Like, if you're tra- if you're Max Homa, you get fucking – you're probably texting every week with the CEO of the company, right? right. Like, if I was – They're I getting you their stuff. Yeah, Puma, I wouldn't uh, – their, their shoes don't do anything for me. No, and to me, like that's another brand that already probably peaked and that's down. I would like to get something that I would felt like was. Would you on go? Re- I, JJ Watt went Reebok. Like he's the. I only... would look at it something like a yeah startup. But, but Reebok's trying to go basketball. Didn't they get Draymond and yeah, DeAndre? No, it was, my pushback would be any brand that peaked earlier in my life and is trying to make a comeback. I would, I would be apprehensive doing that. I would try to get that the nothing that tried to shoot for the stars. Like the next Nike. It's hard. It's hard. Right. Difficult. 
Yeah, and now Nike, like I don't even know some of these. Like Reebok, does Reebok owned by somebody? Might be owned by somebody I, else. I, I guess my, my pushback on Nike. No, I wouldn't go New Balance. Asics? My pushback on Nike is: Can Nike stay forever? And then you just go, well. And what does forever mean? Is like, can it just go you fifty say, more years? Yeah, I mean McDonald's doesn't go away, right? I mean, yeah. well, it's just they, I, they probably aren't going away. Starbucks going away anytime soon? You know, it's like Nike's here to stay. Like, but I don't but know. You, like, you could go Fila, and really, you could be our guy. It's like, but well, to me, I guy, want to be in some commercials. You, you do the next Fila. That's what I'd want. The next. Right. Right. But that's what I mean. That's what Clay did, right? Yeah, it's been probably profitable before and cool, but kind of cool. But nobody. Depending you can't. You I saw a guy wearing Anthas the other day, walking a stroller. I was like, I, where did you get those? Well, I also think that these last three months hard to shipping and stuff, right? Well, yeah, these last three months. It's a whole other thing. By the way, uh, go to our iTunes page and leave us a f- review, five star. Leave us a review. We would appreciate that. And uh, throw any random topic, any kind of mailbag. Make it a mailbag question. Review slash mail. Hit the stars and then hit us with a mailbag question. Um, that's been useful in the past. We haven't done that in a while. Everything's on the table. Let it rip. Yeah, it doesn't have to be uh, you know a sports question. Uh, we'll take that, but doesn't have to be we'll take whatever you got in fact i'll take all the soccer advice you got do you find yourself like watching soccer more now these last couple weeks uh well i didn't watch it before really um and i've tried to like make it a thing that i'm into and it hasn't worked so yeah i've had soccer on now friday there was not was it Friday? No, or Thursday there was not soccer. Wednesday I had it on. Friday I had it on. Saturday I had it on. Sunday I had it on. And I'm not just sitting watching. I went and hit golf balls early Sunday morning. Had it on my phone while I was hitting. It's uh, amazing when you got a little juice. Yeah. You just keep it. You keep tabs on it. That's right. I mean, it's been... And, you know, you realize, like, you try to parlay, and then you chase, and then the next thing you know... Here's the, the one... This is what I'll tell you. Well, don't you think, you know, how big, obviously, culturally... It's even bigger than football in Europe, in my experience. I mean, football's huge here, but it's like interwoven into the way yeah. like their culture. It's like baseball, basketball, football combined. They've been legally gambling over there for a long, long time. Like right. that has to add a lot. Like of when Rory's to, like, dad like, bet on Rory to win the Open when he was like thirteen. Well, that's another thing. Like one reason golf's so big in Europe. Like gambling is a huge interwoven into their society. William like you Hill. can just go in the pub and and you know place a twenty twenty euros on the thing. You're just you're going to keep tabs on You're going to want to know the score, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, different than like when, hey, guy, you, you owe me $1,000. When is the check coming? Well, you, you think, well, if you have a chance to win 500 bucks or 100 bucks, 1,000 bucks, whatever, Fine. you're keeping an eye on that money. We did bet $100. You called me out on Twitter on Thursday. I'm in second place as of right now on our DraftKings on Sunday afternoon. We still got a lot, a lot of ball game left. All right. You're in 15th, though, so you're in the money right now. I'm placing. The best, uh, you know who's been really good? I don't know who this is, but he's tied for seventh or she. Or third and Schlong is, uh, has been pretty good in our DraftKings game. Uh, so let me tell you about what makes um, betting on Premier League so great, John. I've been doing it at mybookie.ag. The promo code is HAM and the numeral one. And uh, they'll match that deposit by 50%. So if you put in 100 bucks, they'll give you another 50 to play with. You can accept that bonus or you can decline the bonus because – what happens if you accept the bonus? 
you got to bet the money, right? You can't just bet a one dollar. You can't just put a hundred dollars, get fifty, and have one hundred and fifty. Bet a dollar and then just take out the one forty nine. Right, right. Or vice versa. I mean, obviously, you can keep going up higher numbers, but you got if they're gonna, you can decline it and bet whatever you want, and then de- take it out whenever you want. Uh, we got a oh, there's a big uh, UFC card. Is like twenty days away, right? The Fight Island, July eleventh. <laughs> yeah. But here's what I'll tell you about Premier League, and what's been exhilarating about Premier League is that you wake up and you can bet on a game that's already underway. So that's you, I've been popping out of bed because, John, I swear to God, I've been getting up at 6.30 because, like, I'm up. I got money out, I got money out there working for me. Better check guy, up on it. Guy, you I, – I got up – I couldn't sleep Sunday morning, and I, I got out of bed at, like, 6.45, was cleaning up around the house, and, of course, you just kind of scroll Twitter. You had tweeted something <laughs> probably between 6.50 and 7.10, like a score – yeah. You remind me, honestly, you got a little big cat vibe, do you, right now in Portnoy? Like you, you, you're, you're just on a heater right now where you just, you get in the mode and you just, you just, I, I've been there. Uh, I have never done it with soccer. I've definitely done it with golf and football a lot and the NBA in the past. It's, it's addicting. Yeah, it's a good time. I'll tell you that. It, it, it's a great fucking time. You know, it, it really, I've never bet soccer you're, my problem with soccer, which I, I commend you, like I bet golf, I bet football, I bet basketball. At least I know the individuals. Right. I'm not saying I, I lose. I, I mean, I continue to bet. Hell, I lost last week on Gary Woodland. You have no clue who any of these people. Are. Well, I've been I, every time, every day. I text my buddy Dave and I say, "What do we like anything here?" And then he'll kind of tell me just the generals, like this team should beat this team. And then I say, "Well, if we do this, but what if we do this? We can make this much. If we parlay that, we could do that." And he'd be like, ah, "I don't like that. I do like that." The problem is he sleeps in. So this morning when I had a three-team parlay, the first game I hedged and also bet a tie. So I had three different bets. Excuse me. I had one bet. I needed three different teams to win. But in the 6.30 or the 6 a.m. Pacific game, I also bet the tie to cover in case I lost the parlay, which meant the only thing that couldn't happen in the first game is that that team couldn't lose. Well, they got they got a some guy got red carded and then they gave up three straight goals. They lost three nothing. So I'm like, well, what do, do I give up? It's the sun is barely up. Do I give up now or do I try and make my money back? And so I went. I picked it. I chased that. I ended up pushing. So I didn't. You know, it could have been worse. I ended up picking. I, but to your point, I picked somebody. The team that was wearing black. I picked them to cover one. <laughs> Don't ask me who I bet on or anything like that. Um, so you want to get your gamble on? You bet on the EPL like Haberman. Yeah, mybookie.ag. Tweet at me. Code the number one. If there, it, just tweet at me before seven a.m. and we can talk. So we actually got. I mean, the EPL's going. Golf's going. What's the deal? The next UFC week Fight right Island. Now? Do you have it up? Uh, the yeah, the Travelers. I don't know exactly who's committed. I, I'm just going to guess a large percentage of this field is going to keep playing. Right? You just keep making money. Uh, that yeah. I mean, so there is stuff to gamble on, even though basketball and baseball are nowhere to be found. All right. Um, MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. You bet you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. Yes, you do. So, did I did I see you tweet a funny gif about uh, Kyle Shanahan the other day? I wish I had pulled this up because Jamal Adams demands a trade, John, and Schefter says he'll uh, accept a trade to the Ravens, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, Eagles, Niners, and Seahawks. What did you say about it? I said when you don't it, it was the it was the gif when they won the NFC championship Kyle Shanahan's hugging everyone like he just found out his wife you know they just having twins or something 
and he's hugging. I mean, Sala, McDan, I mean, just group hug. It's insane. And my quote, I thought was really uh, genius. When you don't even want the player, but you're <laughs> glad your team is a national powerhouse again. That's right. Because I was li- I was doing a Periscope when the when he released his teams. Of course, like four people on Periscope were like, he just released the teams he wants to go to, the Raiders. And it's like four Ra- Raiders, Raiders. I'm like, no, it's not the Raiders. And then people start giving me the real teams. Then I get off. I check the teams. And I was like, wow, it was the Niners. You know? Yeah. So it's not like he's not just going to tax, you know, zero tax places. Basically, you look at these teams. What do you think? Wants to win. Yeah. I don't blame him. Wants to go somewhere sweet, right? I, before we really dive into this, though, listen, the Jets are a drama queen franchise, but he's played into that a little bit. I mean, I, I, I'd have to like Google it and really do some research. It feels like the third time he's requested a trade, right? In, in, it does in feel a calendar that way, year. yes. He, it's not – it's happened a couple times now. Remember, he got pissed off last year. He's been mad like four fucking times. Now, I, I give you a somewhat, when you come from LSU and you go to the Jets, and just he's seen some weird shit in like a two-year span, right? Quarterback mono, coaches fired, weird stuff going on. You know, playing a quarterback last year that they didn't even give reps to because they were like tanking the game. I, I do understand from Jamal Adams' perspective, again, not to relate this to Haberman Middlecoff, but sometimes you just look in the mirror and you go, am I better than this situation? Right. Just... And listen, I've called him a drama queen. He kind of wears me out. But I do understand, put yourself in his shoes, where he could think that. Sixth pick in the draft, their best player. He does want to win. And then they don't. he doesn't feel like, well, you don't even want me? Just fucking get rid of me. It's not really the way it works. And the shitty part is, at the end of the day, guy, if he was a corner, not a safety, even the drama, right? We would just be like, okay, someone's going to trade a lot for him. Like if he was, because he'd be Jalen Ramsey. Or, you know, someone like that. Yeah. I think it's more difficult. His position is kind of the running backs of defense, but actually not even. Because you'd rather have Christian McCaffrey than Jamal Adams, right? I would. Uh, Yeah, I mean, depends who you are, though. I'm just saying, in a vacuum, most teams, if you just said you date Christian McCaffrey, because one of his arguments, you see he basically, he asked for this on Instagram. And he was mad that a guy in his draft class, a running back, Christian McCaffrey, CMC he called him, I think, got broken off and he didn't. Well, it's like, Jamal, one, they've, they've got rid of, like, we look at the Carolina Panthers, I, I talk about football for a living, I could probably name 10 players. The guy paid $2 billion in cash, like the one thing Christian McCaffrey does have value to sell some tickets, and he is a really good player, but like, I understand why they signed him. They're not really signing him because they go, we're going to win a Super Bowl, Christian McCaffrey. Right? Right, That's right, not right. why they paid the money. It's like, Jamal, you... like I, I think sometimes when you bitch and moan, if you're not the elite of the elite like Jalen Ramsey and plays an elite, you know, a premium position, like, I, I think you actually kind of hurt yourself, you know? And I think sometimes he hurts himself in this, where if he just laid low a little bit, just and that's the problem is, he this guy would have fit in perfectly with the Legion of Boom, right? Because he has a big personality, he talks a lot of shit, and he is good. And he's friends with Trent Williams, apparently, because Trent uh, tagged him in his post the other day of signing, you know, whatever, his his contract restructure. You know what's funny? Until you pointed that out to me, because I saw about three people post it, I assumed, you know, when you press it and it shows the guy's name, yeah. I just assumed, like, why is everyone tweeting this picture of him tagging himself? I thought Trent Williams was just You thought his name like, was... 
President yeah, or, or maybe like that's his agent. I, I don't know. And then, then now it completely makes sense. I kind of like what Trent Williams is doing there. The problem with wanting to go to good teams, John, is good teams usually are uh, kind of cash-strapped up against the cap, right? Like I, the Chiefs, they, they, have, they got a Mahomes contract coming up. The Niners have uh, a Kittle contract to deal with, not to mention on the horizon a couple other contracts. Uh, from their own guys like Fred Warner, not to mention if they end up wanting to keep Trent Williams next year, right? Not to not to mention maybe they'd like a draft where they have some picks. Not not to mention that. So, I mean, as much as you love them, um, well, the Cowboys have no space. They the Cowboys are about thirty million dollars. The yeah. Ravens they don't really operate like that. The Eagles did kind of their move. That when you think the Eagles, you usually don't think first pay a premium for a premium. They like how he'd rather get Darius Slay for a three and a five. Seahawks, you would say, would be the one team I'd keep an eye on, right? They've been just their history. They, and they're, they don't like their first round picks anyway, so. Yeah, they've been bold. I would say the Seahawks feel the most like. Now the Chiefs, I guess you never know. To me, they, they care less about that first rounder and more about the money that this guy would want. And even guy he makes, he was the sixth overall pick. You know, yeah, and yeah, I, I, to me, the one you just, I hadn't thought of this beforehand, but the idea that if you're the Niners, you could end up with Jamal Adams in your division if he goes to Seattle. I mean, that would be bad. But ultimately, I, I think the story here for the Niners is not can they get Jamal Adams right. The story is what you tweeted basically that they have made themselves in three years into a place people want to go, and it's and it's. Obviously, partly because they're good, right? He's not asking to go to the Texans because he just lo- want, really wants to play for Bill O'Brien. But you'd say on this list, the Texans are the one team you'd go, well, I don't know if players like want to go play for Bob. The rest of these coaches seem like guys that players would want to play for. Now, maybe it's because coaches that win become guys that you want to play for. But the point is the Niners have put themselves – Yes, they went to the Super Bowl, but I think a lot of it is the work that Kyle put in over the course of two years, just looking like a place where you're going to be able to maximize yourself. And you see DeForest Buckner just get paid. He didn't get paid by them, but he maximized who he was with that coaching staff. I, it, that is the story it, it, it's, of this. It's, a, it's by far a good sign, right? It's a place where you want to play because you can win, you get better, you get paid. It's like, But I, I, I'll defend the Jets a little bit. You know, I I think when you pick up a guy's fifth year option, when you do that move, that immediately says we value you. Do you agree with that? Yes. The moment you pick it up, that team is saying we value you as a player. Yeah. We we think we did not miss this pick, because when they do, they always decline it. I don't think this the 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 notion that they have to pay him right away means they don't like him, right? I think his big his big issue with is. At least it feels like that he's not going to get paid. And, and maybe it's as simple as this. If I'm not going to get paid with a place that I don't really like being, this sucks. And I'd say, Jamal, this shitty part sometimes of pro sports, you get stuck in a place where you don't want to be because back to the value, who just, you know, the Niners aren't going to do it. And I just, his value as a whole is probably not what he thinks, given how good he knows he is because of the position, right? Well, Yeah. Like, I think the Niners would love to have him. And I think they would take him in a heartbeat. I'm assuming this, that they had him high on the board. Well, I, I just, well, you can't, it's hard to assume. Who knows? Maybe they didn't. But I think their defense, he does fit the Seattle type, the you know, the power hitting safety. 
uh, I, I just I, I can't see they've mortgaged a lot of picks these last couple of years just doing shit. I I, uh, I made that reaction not because I don't think they would like him, but just because they could have drafted him and they took Solomon Thomas. Yeah, but I think now, you, va- you value a pass rush. No, I know. They, and the defensive you... line, it's valuing defensive line has proven to be a Formula philosophy that works, that works in the NFL. And it's working for them, so I get it. But I do wonder, part of me, just as we talk about this, John, I wonder, let's say the Niners had drafted Solomon Thomas. Well, like, would you, Excuse I'll me. Give you one, I'll give you one right now. Would yeah. you trade Javon Kinlaw, who's on a five-year deal, basically? We have no clue how good he's going to be. Straight up for Jamal Adams, probably not. Just because I know you got to get to you, Jamal's got to get this money here soon. Because like the and Jets I might, know that Je- the Jets might do that, right? Yeah, it'd be sending them, be sending them a middle round, first round pick, who's under contract, just starting it. And Jamal, they don't even need to worry about anything. So they basically, yeah. Part of this is the Niners have proven that their philosophy works. So I'm not going to trade the defensive tackle that they think is going to be the anchor for the whole thing. I'm not either. But I'm, that's what I'm. So here's a but here, here's a question for you. Let's say the Niners had drafted Jamal Adams instead of Solomon Thomas. Would that make their next two or three years even more complicated, or would you just be like, he's a good player? You're just going to find a way to pay him. You're going to find a way to pay Kittle. You're going to find a way to pay Warner. You're going to find a way to pay Bosa. You just you're just going to find a way because you drafted a, a Pro Bowler and you're just going to keep him. Yeah, or would it be it a little complicated, complicated right now? It, it would be more. It would be more complicated to the point that he might be on another team like DeForest Buckner. I think you'd think about trading him, yeah, if you get like a first or two twos or something. I think you'd be open-minded to stuff. Because they they like DeForest Buckner, I would imagine, more than they could possibly like Jamal Adams if Jamal Adams was here, right? Yeah. DeForest was A-plus character, A-plus effort, A-plus zero drama, <laughs> and really good team captain. Like, you couldn't really ask anything more, and they traded him. And, and it was the right move, big picture, because you just... It's the hard part about the NFL. Someone... I get a bunch of DMs often, like, and maybe one day they'll do this. It doesn't actually behoove you to have back-to-back drafts where you hit on, like, eight guys. I mean, talking really hit. Like, four or five DeForest Buckner types, right? Like a George Kittle, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. Because it can all come, and because typically if you're good, you're, that means your quarterback makes a lot. That's where the Niners are a little lucky. Their quarterback doesn't make that much relative, right? Yeah. I if would say a, if you hit on that many drafts, though, you just, you're a good drafter. I'd yeah, you'd but rather tip, hit but on tip, those drafts but, than not. But, but my point is that it's law averages. Typically, you're going to have a bat. Like, John Schneider, you're going to have a zero draft. So you're going to be in a position where it's like, God, we want to keep all these guys, and we can't because some of the guys coming up the pipe aren't as good. Yeah. It's just it, it just the, the numbers are not on your side. They go 80% every year, right? But I, I'm just saying, I think. I, I know. I, I understand, like, you'd rather hit on guys. Shit happens. I'm just people saying get it hurt. can become complicated. Some people don't turn out to be the guy you think. Now, maybe if Jamal we, Adams is on another team, maybe he's playing for an organization that we we view as a more stable one. He's not talking about trades every Because, Because, like, what if they had taken year, Jamal Adams? Me. What if they had taken Jamal Adams? He's sweet. Reuben Foster, never been in trouble. You know, you can start playing this game all day yeah. long. You're like, yeah. well, shit, we got Fred Warner and Reuben Foster. You got this sweet little duo. And, right. You know, you don't resign Jimmy Ward. So you just, it's it, it's a puzzle. It is. And and there's something to be said for, now he needs to be healthy, but let's just say Kwaski Tart can just play for you for five more years. Right? Well, That's he's never so likely. expensive that you can't keep him, right? To me, they've got, Cutting or trading Kwaski Tart after this year and drafting a safety in like the second or third round. Because even he's going to be too expensive. Yeah. 
and just trying to get like a, I always call him Mike, but I think his name's Marcus, Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams from Utah. Utah, Yeah. The Saints. Yeah, like I think the Saints took him in the Stephon second or third Diggs. round on the second day. Like that to me is just what you want. Like third round, you get Marcus Williams. Right. Right. But basically what they did with Kwaski. Second round. Got Kwaski. Yeah. Just do it again. Th- that that's the pushback a little bit. I that's where I say the safety is the running back of defense. I just go, I'll take it, I'll t- find Marcus Williams in third round. I'll find Kwaski Tart. I'll find whoever. I don't need to take Jamal Adams. Because at the end of the day, I like Jamal Adams. Like he ain't at Reed, you know? Ain't Troy. He's a good, really good player. Yeah. But he's really good at in the box, passing league. I don't think he gets traded, do you? No. But he's gonna he's never gonna shut up. And the Niners are gonna be on everybody's wish list. That's the beauty of that. Come a long way. All right, so one thing that happened, um moving on to baseball for a moment, we got some more Niners to talk about later. But there was this uh, there was this report from John Heyman over the weekend that uh, baseball there was some discussion would they for this year should it happen and the next year put a runner at second base in extra innings then they decided this is the middle cough rule then they decided no we'll we'll just try it out for 2020 you got very excited I was just I rolled my eyes I'm like whatever. Um, but I, I, God, I'm, you, you, you've been self-acknowledged. You don't even stay up to watch it. Uh, look, I think before we get into what we're really, we're not actually going to talk about this whole second base thing. We're going to come up with our other, other gimmicks that we would try out since clearly you can just try a bunch of stuff out this year. And I'm for trying, I'm for trying stuff out this year. Like I told our buddy, John Dickinson, if you hate this rule, the best thing you could have, you could have is have it like decide a world series game and then it won't come back to next year. But. I would assume I didn't read it not for the playoffs. I would assume it's not for the playoffs, too. Um, but I've called a lot of softball in my day. Spit on myself, play-by-play. Play. I've called a lot of happens. softball. I've seen that rule, and I've seen another rule, which I know you're going to bring up in, in action. I think it especially makes sense when you you just – you don't know how, once you start this thing up, um, how rosters are going to be affected. The, hardly any off days. Let's just get these games in and out. Um, fatigue, as as fatigue, given fatigue. they didn't get a proper buildup. Yeah. yeah. So we've argued about runner at second base a lot. We'll probably argue about it again. We won't do that here other than to say I'm cool with trying it for this year, even though I don't really love it. Part of me would rather have a tie than runner at second base next innings, but whatever. So we thought since they're trying stuff out for 2020, 60 game season or whatever the hell it's going to be, what other ideas, gimmicks, what other things would you roll out? Um, you start. What do you got? Re- re- really quick yeah. on the strategy because DH is coming clearly, so the strategy a little bit in baseball Universal will be taken DH, out. Yeah, Run, runner on second base, tenth inning. You, you're clearly going to put one of your faster guys out there, especially if they allow you to put whoever you want. As opposed out there, to the guy I, that made the last out, which is another yeah, way to do it in the previous inning. Yeah, so you put the fast guy out there. Do you immediately bunt and get him to third, or do you not worry about that? That to me is a little strategy. Yeah, that I is guess a little it depends strategy. I got, I got a. It does depend who's up. I got and who's coming up. I like it. I will see what it looks like. I, I I'm just not I, one thing. I'm just vehemently against, and this would be NFL golf. If golf goes to t-shirts in like ten years, I'm open to it. I I, I hate baseball more than anyone. They just they they do not like the, the new little curveballs. It's true, but now, I I will say this: just because. 
they don't like your idea, and by they I mean me, doesn't mean it's because they're afraid of change, right? But, but you guys don't ever try it. Like, I would give basketball and football, they try stuff, then they hate it and take it out. Baseball refuses They put it in the independent it. baseball league where nobody can see it. Well, to me, that's where the NFL, and I give the NBA, the NBA is less to change. But even the NBA, they're doing different balls. The NFL is very good at, like, implementing rules. Now, it's easier. They have a million rules. So you can be like, oh, you can write uh, challenge PI. Like, that's an, they have easier tweaks, I think, than baseball. I mean, but baseball, baseball added challenge tweak. and stuff like that. But, like, yeah. But there are a lot of other ideas, like mine. I, I've been toying with this. Okay. The problem with this idea, it wouldn't necessarily add a lot of juice because you'd have to watch the entire game or at least be at the ninth inning to really see how cool this would be. My first reaction was to be, you can bat one guy, anyone you want in the ninth. Then I thought, screw that. You can bring up the three guys you want, any three guys you want. So obviously you'd bring up your three best hitters. Though, like from a big picture, add a little juice. Same thing with the 10th inning. Like, if you you really want them to get them earlier in the game to be interested, I don't really have a great curveball to, like, speed up the game or make things really cool. My thing, I love the second base rule. That's my favorite rule because no one, including you, because you even admit you go to sleep, and I do too, is want to watch those games. Not the broadcasters, not the player. They want the fucking thing to end. So I'm all for that. Oh, I've... I've stayed up and watched extra in games. I don't act like I turn off the TV after nine innings. No, but we all have, and they're miserable. I'm saying most of the time, <laughs> my, unless it's like my, a World my Series argument, going to bed. My argument against this, just for a moment, is that I don't think uh, having somebody stay watching in the third hour of your thing is not the number one priority. The number one priority yeah. is let's let's get to the ninth inning faster. But yeah, anyway. to me, to okay. me, the second base thing is ultimately We're you're right. It. So what? it's just getting to go home. What about the but what? I. I I would do bat anybody. Um, I have also thought you could bat anybody. You could pick one spot a game to all of a sudden, like, bases loaded, fourth inning. You know, you're facing, like, Scherzer. you like, okay, bring up Harper. Right? But it's the eighth. Right. So um, it'd be something with the batting order and being able to implement my sweet hitters. Because you would agree. Like, in football, every time Mahomes, he gets the ball every time they play. Right. right? Every time he's on the field. Yeah. The one thing with baseball, you can be watching a game, Barry Bonds, Griffey, Harper, whoever, whatever, Trout. Sometimes you feel like you don't feel him for an hour of the game, right? Yeah, I mean, the difference in the game, right, too, is that the defense controls the ball, not the offense. Right? Yeah. So, But, but the best part of baseball, I would say the most pe- casual part of baseball that a guy can be drawn to is a sweet hitter hitting, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I would just try to add that. You add that. What about adding a second DH? So not only is your pitcher not hitting, but your weakest hitter is not hitting. Your weakest so like fielder, your second baseman or right fielder, whoever's your shittiest hitter. Yeah, so you have two DHs in the lineup just because I don't love the idea of being able to say bases loaded, boom, we're putting in Bryce Harper or ninth inning, only once a game, kind of like a challenge. Oh, okay. Or ninth inning, we can bat anybody. I don't love that, um, but. The other one, I, what I thought, honestly, I thought your idea, have you met, maybe you've mentioned this to me, is being at, being able to re-enter anybody. That's a rule that softball has. Like, to me, that might be one thing. It's not a big thing, but is it a little thing where it's like, okay, we can pinch run for Posey in the sixth inning, but then we can bring him back. So when a player goes out of the game, you know as a viewer, oh, he can still come back into this game, right? Well, it'd kind of be the, the equivalent of like, if you have a guy that want, runs one route, 
and he only plays like five, ten snaps a game, right? You were able or to a like, pass he's rush a huge, specialist, yeah. He, yeah, he's not a huge part of your game plan. In baseball, it's difficult because that guy, you don't want to use him if you have like the speed demon, but he can't do anything else. He just pinch runs for your slower guys right. late in games and tight games. Well, he could go a week without playing in a game, right? I, I might, you might like softball. You can anybody can reenter, like you can reenter as many players as you want, but it just each person can only do it once. Yeah. So maybe you do where you can reenter. Each person can only do it once, but it's like soccer where you only get two or three subs. Not subs, but re-entries over the course of a game. Or maybe you only get one re-entry. I did have a crazy, crazy idea. Again, this is not realistic. Something like you have to throw a guy a fastball down the middle. But, I mean, that's that's a little extreme. But it would be cool. Like your sweet hitter, you know fastball is coming down the middle, and just see what you got. So I got a few more for you. Tell me what you think. Uh, that's all I got, though. Okay, I got a couple – this is not crazy, but the robo ump, just a less arguing, less bitching and moaning, let's just umpire calls balls and strike, boop, it lights up and off we go. Speed things up. You can't argue balls and strike. There's no step out and look back at the guy, like, whoa, man. Just just let's just no arguing, right? Robo ump. What do you think? Yeah, are you it's no, not a new I'm, one, so it's Eric Burns been beating that drum for Ten years. I'm, I saw I'm somebody have the idea to make the bases a little bit bigger. I like that. I've always wanted to put the safety bag at first base where, you know, there's like... The it breaks off? Well, no, it doesn't break off. There's just two bases at first base. The one that you're used oh, so you to and then inside. one in foul territory that's like the orange base. The way they... I think they do it in like softball. Um you know, don't I, don't don't hate that at all. I'm, I'm cool again, just one little thing to like, let's try and avoid people, um, you know, breaking each other's ankles. If we can save one star player a year, maybe that's cool. Uh, OK, another one for you, John. Uh, the Independent League tried this one. You require there to be at least two infielders on either side of second base. This isn't helping people who don't love the game right now, but again, less time moving back and forth. Make it a little easier to understand. That guy stays there. That guy stays there. Take a shot at analytics too. What do you think about that one? I like it. Okay, now uh, I, I, I I'm cool with banning the shift. Ban the right. shift. It's basically the same the, thing. Ba- baseball killed it for a long time without the shift. All right, here's one. Now you're what you're thinking is, guy, you're a traditionalist. None of this stuff impresses me because none of this stuff is that crazy. This is one that traditionalists will hate, although not because it's like a crazy rule change. How about this? You got to do eight 360s while you're on the on-deck circle <laughs> you have to before you get in the batter's box? bat like that. <laughs> Put it on your forehead like you're playing a basketball uh, game at halftime. Uh, right now, commercial breaks are two minutes and five seconds, the time between every half inning. Take 30 seconds out. So now they're 90 seconds. Less time to warm up, less time to fuck around. Put jer- put ads on the jerseys to make up for the lost 30 seconds of ad revenue and move things along a little quicker. Do you think that slows it down, though, between innings? Well, I mean, if we just took out 30 seconds between every half inning, you're putting minutes back into the game. Yeah, I mean, it, do- it does yeah, just the- right. from the math of it, it does just slow things down. Like, there's something to be said. And you, someone tweeted, you know, you said the other day, soccer's coming. The one thing watching soccer that soccer has that no other sport has is you watch it for 45 straight minutes. There's no commercial breaks. So like the generation that grows up just paying, I'd rather pay $10 for a subscription than to watch commercials. Soccer does fit. And I think golf does a good job of it. You and I were talking about the no laying up podcast that had Nance on and they were talking about 
how much commercial time. I think golf is fine with that. But baseball is just you see two outs, like commercials coming. Yeah. Golf, you just never know. Basketball, there are time. I mean, even if you don't like know the nitty gritty of when a time. Oh, we got the under twelve coming. Yeah, but but we just had a time. You kind of know when they're coming. In football, you legitimately know, right? Is it a? Oh, there was a. But there's nothing worse than like a touchdown and a kickoff, and uh, so they try to work around that a little. Yeah, but for the most part, you'd say football and baseball. It's like okay, we're going right. Three and out, you punt. You know, boom. We do a TV timeout for ninety seconds. Baseball, same thing. Fucking three outs, boom. I, I, I'm I don't. Yeah. So again, I think shorten the ad breaks and put ads on jerseys and add on the jersey will feel. It's not a crazy thought. That should help the sport. You know, traditionalists will hate putting on the jersey. I'm a traditionalist. I don't like the idea. But who cares? I just watched a soccer game. I didn't notice any of the ads. So whatever. We got the Nike swoosh on the front of the no, jersey. Not now. totally against little hockey style. If they're gonna fight, only two people are allowed to fight. None of the coming out. Let two guys go at it, and the two guys get to fight for like until someone goes to the ground, then they break. And then out. so no, it'll just stop fights. Yeah, no one's allowed to come out of the dugout. No one can come out of the bullpens. No one leaves their spot on defense. You all fucking stand, unless he's like coming at you with a bat. But if they're just squaring up, they just get to go till someone goes to the ground. Hockey does it, and hockey's fine. Yeah. But hockey, remember the Samarja, Mike Morris ended his career. It just they get outrageous. Baseball brawls get outrageous. Yeah, and they and waste not a lot brawls. of time. That's the thing. They're the not problem brawls. is they're not brawls. No. So anyway, I I don't know if any of those are revolutionary, but there's some um, some baseball. We'll find ideas. out in 2027 when they come back. Yeah. All right, John. Let's take a moment to tell the people about Ray Khan. Ray Khan earbuds. We've got them. We love them. You can get them. By going to buy, that's B-U-I, like purchase, buyraycon.com slash ham for 15% off your Raycon wireless earbuds. Yep, their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are the best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and more compact design. Guy, I was working out yesterday. They don't fall out of your ears. The, the quality of the music is fantastic. They, they, you can barely notice them. They fit perfectly. Uh, unlike a lot of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish. They, they really do look good, the black ones I have. When they no, Nothing dangling, no mm. wires or stems yep. uh, to distract no anyone sticks. during uh, even video calls, right? You can just That's take right. a video call. They're great. Uh, and a lot of you working from home, maybe you got two people working from home and you need to be able to just be in your own world for a little bit. Um, working out for sure, I mean, no doubt. So co-founded by Ray J, Snoop Dogg, Cardi B. I see Snoop. J.R. Smith. They all love Raycons just like we do. Pick up a pair. See what the hype is about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. You get 15% off your order at buy, B-U-Y, Raycon.com slash ham. That's buy, Raycon.com slash ham for 15% off the Raycon wireless earbuds. Buy, Raycon.com slash ham. We appreciate the support. Woo! Um... I, you know, we just passed 100 days of COVID, John, or I guess of lockdown. It's a good time to revisit uh, whether or not you've been as productive as you wanted to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought when Have it you first accomplished happened, anything? Now, Besides the YouTube channel, which is a big accomplishment. Yeah, we, we, we professionally, I feel, accomplished a lot. We, it's, you know, it's not obviously as strict now. I mean, people going outside and playing golf, whatever. You can do things. 
I did have some pretty grand plans. Listen, you do a little introspection, mm-hmm. look in the mirror and go, where do I need to get better? And the one thing that I needed to get better at, I have all these books in my house. I have a shitload of books. Probably 3% I've read. Like legitimately front cover to cover, read. A lot of them I've taken little snippets, but I mean legitimately read. Every single smart person I've ever met that I go, like great businessman, whoever, just really, really smart. They read a lot. They read a lot. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call red flag. It's easier to read if you're like a 67-year-old. And a huge part of your childhood, like when my dad was growing up for entertainment, he did not have Steve Jobs pumping out iPads. He did not have this thing called Netflix. He did not have the ability to rent a movie from your house by pressing a button. So his options were, you wanted to be entertained, you read like the Hardy Boys or whatever. Because it was mm. that's like the equivalent of like a Netflix show. I did too. He made me. But just like whatever the books were that were fun, you know, detective books is enter- basically what kids did in like the 60s and the 70s are what kids do now with the iPad just watching Baby Shark or whatever, right? I mean, that's a little younger, but you know what I'm saying. So I, I'll defend myself. I have too many options, but, but I know that to be a smarter human, you got to read. And I told myself, you know what? I was going to try to be realistic. Read a book a month, just moving forward, which is very easy to do. All you would honestly have to do, I mean, it's easy to do like time. Like if you just gave yourself two hours a week or something, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, just sit there, f- put the phone in the other room, maybe th- 20 minutes a night. Take, I don't know. I've read nothing guy. I've literally read nothing, no books. Now I've listened to Strauss's book and I got about 80% through the Bob Iger book, getting a little bored toward the end. Might need to download a new book. I just can't read. I, you know, I mean, I can't actually read, yeah, yeah. but I just, I, I struggle at turning everything off Thursday night and just reading. I know. You know, I, it just, it sucks. Especially because, because you could convince I yourself. I limit my intelligence guy. I could be, I well, could be the smartest guy well, in California. Part of it is, <laughs> part of it is like, you're like, I'll just watch this YouTube. I'll learn something from this. So the, the other day, and I posted on my Instagram, my golf game, I, I my thought also during Corona, I was like, I'm going to play the best fucking golf of my life. Playing the worst golf. I mean, it's just, I, I fell apart. So I but went to get carried a lesson. Me, carried me to a $50 win last week, two weeks ago. I, I, went, I went to get a lesson. And then I was like, you know, you get a lesson. I, I want to keep playing. So I'm like, I'll go play. I get paired with three guys. I, I just kind of see three guys. I'm like, hey, can I play with you guys? Seem kind of younger. So I find out, like, what do you guys do? What do you guys do? As we get talking, we got two, you know, one guy lives in the city, the other guy lives in Orinda, and an older guy. By the, about... Nine through about nine holes. One guy was a loyal listener of our radio show. He now subscribed to the pod. All right. What's his that he went to Princeton. Wow. The the older fellow and his his buddy who also works with him in tech sales went to like Marquette, and then the older guy went to Cornell, and then he went to Cal Berkeley Law. Yeah. And I just went and thought like the guy that went to Princeton and Cal, I can't even imagine how much they just re- like their just intelligence bar like is really high, and I'm just yeah I'm just. It'd be like Deshaun running, and then like me and out, me and Haberman out there trying to run with Deshaun Jackson. I'd be like, "What are you guys doing here?" That's what I think with my mind because I can't read. I need to read books, guy. You think you think books. you think books is going to make up the gap between you and Cornell slash Cal Berkeley? I just think I think just books add to your mind. Uh, there's you know, no it's question. Like, it's like fuel for the car. It's yeah. like uh, you know, it's like back in the day when they told you to carb load, which actually I think has been your wife would know. I don't know if that's true or not. That actually works. But it's just one of those things. It loads into. I think she would say the right amount of carbs is keep helps yeah. your brain, helps your body. But 
you know, we could. I, could, I met Carbolo like before you that. run like a marathon. Oh, or something, right, right. You know? Yeah, I do think you'd want to have some chicken pasta or something. Yeah, give yourself some time. So no reading, zero books. I'm, look, I'm. Uh, I started at a dead sprint reading books. I probably read four books in the first month of uh, lockdown and haven't read anything since. In fact, I read one book that I loved. I couldn't even tell you the uh, the name of it. It was a World War World War Two fiction. I'm halfway through Phil Jackson's book Eleven Rings. I've got, got the Jeff Colvin's book there. Talent Is Overrated, which has a um, sticky note in it from uh, like 2008. Uh, on page like six, I pulled that one off the shelf. It's just sitting there, hasn't been read. Read most of Steve Young's biography, solid, really good. Um, there's something else. See, I, I don't remember. I'm jealous. But but again, I'm, I'm is it still here, or did I read it and was like, oh yeah, I'm getting work done, and then it's gone? I don't know. Uh, like, do I do all that reading just to have one thing stick? Maybe that's worth it. I'll tell like have a nug, have a nug, you know, to throw out in a right. conversation. A He's like, "Hey, I was reading Steve Young's book, and can you believe this happened in '87?" Yeah, you know, I did learn. Some Always stuff, like actually. having a couple one of those. Yeah, you know, that yeah. you could argue like that that's Steve, where reading comes through. The Bucks were going to trade before they traded him to the Niners. They were going to trade him to the Arizona Cardinals. And Steve was like, yeah. "There's no, way, I am not going to because the Bucks were like they were the Bucks. They told were him, like the Bucks of the West Coast, right? They were awful. The two of them had played at the last game of the year, and the loser got the number one pick, which was going to be Vinny Testaverde. And the Bucks yeah. had agreed to a contract with Vinny, or not Vinny? Uh, was it Vinny? Yeah, probably was. Yeah, it was it probably was Vinny. Like the Bucks, like a month 86? before, the Bucks had agreed to a contract with him. Right after they had told Steve, like, you're going to be the quarterback of our future. So they call Steve and like, we're sending you to the Cardinals. And Steve was basically like, fuck you. Basically saying, like, I won't I show up I will not there. go to the Cardinals. So figure something yeah. else out. Well, it turned out, guess what Eddie DeBartolo had? Eddie had cash. And the Bucks owner liked cash. So Eddie got the deal done and sent cash. And Bill basically gave Steve the impression that he was going to be the quarterback within a year or two because Joe was on his way out. And then Joe refused to die. But Steve wanted to get traded away from the Niners like every single year, multiple times during the year because he was miserable. How is Montana Young not a 30 for 30? I know. Just Montana Young. I know. Be a great one. Yeah. Um, I set out to do, and you know what's funny? It's funny that you bring up what we haven't accomplished. You brought that up to me before the pod today because the last three days I've been thinking about the one that I set out for myself to do, and I haven't, I haven't done it once. And I'm like, this, I'm going to do it is 100 push-ups over the course of a day. Just break them up into 10 sets of 10. Haven't even gotten, haven't even, I haven't done three sets of 10, let alone 10 sets of 10. So maybe it goes back to your book theory. Maybe I just need to do 10. Just do 10. Just today I do 10. Maybe the goal is too big, right? And then tomorrow, just do 20. I think you're right. I think there's don't, something to really like, smart people say, though, to set crazy goals. Do they? Or is it to set low goals so you can fly right by them? Ac- I, I, accomplishable goals to make your dumb self feel like you've done something? Yeah, or like, don't you want to set it to like the moon so even if you just get to the top of the hill, you feel like you got? I don't know. I, I, to I've me, like, there, if you get to the top of the hill, now you failed because you're aiming for the moon. I know. That's why I do think it's you want to set accomplishable goals so you fly right by them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think there's just, something, think, too. If you set the goal for yourself, I want to lose a pound this week. That's easier than saying, I got to lose 20 pounds. Like, fuck, that's, just start with one. Yeah. Or like no sugar for three days instead of like no sugar for the month. Like, that's not realistic yeah. for me. And when I say no sugar, I just mean like no candy, ice cream bars for me, which, which is, is hard. Which I can, I can easily have a good week, and then all of a sudden I'm like fucking just powering it down because you're just like, God, this sucks. You yeah. know? I just, it's so easy. You know, it's so easy to make excuses. You just 
Blame it on Corona. You're like, I'm just, I, I need, I'm stress eating. And it feels good. It feels really good. I know. Tomorrow. Diet starts tomorrow. At There's, least you know what you need to do. That's the one thing I feel good when I look in the mirror. It's like, I know I need to read. And that's where if like, I do get the, the audio books. Yeah. Uh, I do feel like I've taken in knowledge. There's a uh, ice cream store called Over the Moon on Chestnut Street in San Francisco. Yeah. And the tile on the outside their entryway says, in tile, diet starts tomorrow. It's not like a little sign on the door. They put that. That's like their mantra. Diet starts tomorrow. It's a dangerous thing because diet does start tomorrow. It, why not today? Ah, uh, because I, I had a leftover hamburger for lunch. You know, actually, I'm, so, fine. I'm I'm starving right now. Uh, okay, last thing then. The, so Friday we, was it Friday? Thursday. Well, we I think did we a recorded podcast. Thursday, and then right we finished, and we were like Debo had broken his foot, so and we then did we a, added a little we bit. Did to that. The pod and, yeah. Then by the next day, Richie James has a broken arm or something. Right. Wrist you know. and or. Yeah, it's like you just – it was in a 24-hour time that the two players that got major injuries were both Niners and both the same position. And then a Niner got COVID. We don't know yeah. who as of the court in this podcast. Somebody reportedly tested positive. Apparently on this one, uh, medical privacy matters. I, not, nothing happening with well, Zeke. The, like know. the Niners – I guess the Niners aren't obligated. Like, if it, it wouldn't get reported, right? A Niner tours ACL. We'd be like, who tours ACL, right? I think it was just, it was an easy one for the Niners to just say, yeah, we don't know, even though they, or we or don't we, have to tell you. Yeah, which is, which is fine. Whatever. Yeah. I, I think, it, my, again, educated guess, because on Friday, <clears throat> shows you how small the world is. Nick Watney, who's a Fresno State grad who went to high school where we went to high school at Davis High withdrew from the tournament and I saw a tweet that said rumors were someone tested positive and then people were like listen I don't know who it is but Nick Watney randomly withdrew and he was about to tee off and then what like within the hour it came out that Nick Watney was the guy I'm going to take an educated guess here that one of the injured guys because when you break something like those guys did and go to the hospital I'm pretty sure it's a mandatory test when you go to the hospital where the guys on the field, again, I don't know anything. We're not getting tested on a daily basis. So I, I'm going to take an educated guess. It feels like it's more likely one of the two guys that got hurt just because they would have automatically been tested right when they got into the hospital. Now, maybe there's a chance that the 49ers we're having them all tested all I don't know so no, yeah. maybe my maybe I shouldn't assume that because maybe they had trainers but then I start thinking the NFL would probably not want you to be able to set up it'd be like setting up a practice right that's they have not allowed that so I don't know if the Niners technically could have anything to do with their operation right like I, the Niners trainers aren't there you know that they're not allowed to like supply medical people but then I started thinking, could you run a practice like that without a couple of trainers out there? It's kind of risky. It's like Jimmy carrying Debo to the yeah, hospital. That's why I was wondering I, when it happened. Like, how, how, who, what were their immediate phone calls? Luckily, luckily, the injury was not something. You said, guys, serious. my foot's po- my foot's going the wrong way, and everyone's like, "Well, Uzcheck went to Harvard." You know, it's like, what do you do? You know, because though we've all been to practices, and anyone that's. I guess it happens in high school practice, but it definitely happens a lot in, in college and the pros. When a guy goes down, you have two or three people there with fanny packs that just yeah. know what they're doing. Even a high school practice has a trainer. Person. Yeah, it has trainers. Um, so, but the, 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 the reason we bring this up is so the union, the doctor for the NFL Players Association, the union, recommended that nobody else get together 
for these workouts. Like, just don't do group workouts. So that's the, the other piece of news that came out of it. It is a reminder, and, I, and I've said this a few times, after because my sister is studying to be a, a physical therapist, so she follows all these PT Instagram accounts and stuff, and she sent me one where some physical therapist posted the data of the increase in um, uh, Achilles injuries after the lockout in 2011. She was like, hey, just FYI. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. Maybe this year could just be weird uh, given how weird everyone's workouts is. And even if they weren't, it is just a reminder of we kind of – you and I look at the Niners like, all right, they're just on the list of teams that can win a Super Bowl this year, right? Yeah. And it's just – They're on Jamal Adams' list. Some, sometimes crazy shit happens like you, you, like the team that you bet on in soccer is dominating time of possession and then somebody gets red carded and they're down a man and they give up three goals. Well, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but the point is that is this is sports. Like, And this is going to be a big part of sports. It's just we're going to get some curveballs, like you like to say, where you just don't, you just don't know what's going to happen. you got to be ready yeah, for it. I mean, you just hope it's not Kittle or Trent Williams or Jimmy, but you'd say Debo is not. To me, there's a big gap between Debo and Richie James, right? Richie James is a replaceable player. Debo is a legitimate. Supposed to lead the team in receptions. Maybe <laughs> yeah. This year. So I, I'd say that, to me, that's one that rattled the cage. Like when I see a Richie James, maybe I'm numb to this. It doesn't do much to me. Like every team has a Richie James, like whatever. I, 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 it's going to sound cold. You're just kind of discarded. Well, every He's injury like, oh, you else? do think, right? Like, can we survive this or not? Yeah, who if else the have team? we got? Even, like, the Eagles, for example. Brandon Brooks. Three straight Pro Bowls for the Eagles. He's, I think, widely considered pro football focused, considers him the best guard. When I saw that, if I was Howie, one, I'd be mad. I mean, they, he's, one, he's one of their best just individual players. If it had to be a player, though, I'd want it to be a guard. Like, I'd rather have it be that than Jalen Rieger breaks his foot. Right or tears Achilles, because I could figure out a guard. I can find a guard like Debo. To me, it's like ugh. couldn't be Richburg got re injured. You know, I don't want anyone to get injured, but there are like every player has a different impact. Like we were chalking Debo up for eighty catches. Now I had a buddy, Michael Madsen from Fresno, who grew up with my cousin. He said he texted me the other day. He's like Debo had the same injury I had. Now again, he just. They own an alarm company. He's not a pro athlete. I said, well, what was the rehab? He said, first month you wear a cast. Second month you wear a boot. So I go, well, there's eight weeks right there. And that's why I think when you say 12 to 16. Debo says 10. Well, of course. But I think eight of those weeks, maybe a little closer. You got got an apparatus on your foot. Right. Right. And, And I do think, like you said, factoring in that this has not been normal off season. And who even knows? I mean, we'll see the timing of are we going to hit the ground running. You got to be careful with this one, I think, right? With Debo's foot, like I can't have another break rushing back. I, I, I got whatever be, the compli- like the Trent Taylor just kept having complications. Yeah, but I, and wouldn't you say Trent Taylor's a good example? Like when Trent happened last year, it was like, oh, that sucks, but it's not going to make yeah. or break their season. Right. I'd say Debo would have a huge impact on their season if he's missing eight games. Yeah, right? but but I would say the odds are that the teams. Unfortunately, the other teams that are trying to win a Super Bowl are going to have weird shit happen to them, too. Like, it's just – that's the odds every year. This year, I think those odds are even higher, unfortunately. Well, guy, I talked to a buddy in the league the other day. He's like, the one thing our coach is going to have to do over and over and over again, and luckily players 
I do think it's difficult because I, I, I'm older than most players in the NFL, but like I've been living. Now I haven't been going to like clubs or anything. Like the part of the reason LSU had 30 guys test positive, there was like an open nightclub in LSU that had like a huge, you know, it was like a come welcome on back party. But there is going to be a situation where it's like, you know, uh, I, I, you just get a random starting quarterback test positive for the coronavirus, right? Right. And then immediately he's just not going to play. So you, you already have the league that just naturally has the most injuries anyway because of the, compli- the, the, the setup of the sport. It's physical and you're hitting. And then you have this extra thing that is just going to hit some guys. during. Like, I don't see how it's not possible to go. There are going to be countless star players. And, hell, they might be perfectly healthy at the time. Test positive out that week. You know? It's going to be it's going to be really crazy if it's a quarterback and it's like a Monday night football game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what happens but if, if this, it happens it, on Sunday and now you're trying to figure out, like, is their game going to get – is the team going to run out of players? Yeah, that would be – it'd be one – you're right. Like, the time, if it happens on Monday, you could pivot a little bit. But I, I also – I was thinking about this the last couple of weeks. Part of football – baseball's like this too. Basketball's not really – you're always kind of like churning the roster, right? Like bringing a guy from the minors because a guy goes on the DL or cutting a guy, bringing another guy from the minors. You just, he just shows up, puts on a shit, and goes plays, right? You just get rid of the other guy, and the other guy comes back. Just a lot of guys in and out of the locker room. You don't even think about it. Like, oh, you got starting my backup linebacker, broke his foot in special teams. I need to sign a guy, bring in three guys, work them out. Best one, all three shower. We pick one. He gets a locker. We're off and running. Yeah. Now it's like, well, what if, what if, you got to test the three guys. What if the guy you want has it? Then you're like, well, I got to well, take you, the other guy because do, that guy doesn't have it. You got to teach him somebody's role. Like, what if he's been practicing all week as the outside receiver and now he's got to play the other side slot? But I, I do think I, you're I just going to need much. I think you're going to need bigger practice squads. Well, they they added two guys. I don't think so that's enough. Added, well, guy, the, there's a lot of diminishing. There's only so many NFL players. Well, I understand, but it's like you'd rather they would rather have non-NFL players on the field than have to not play a game because they only got 42 guys. Maybe you maybe maybe you just play. You got 42 guys you play. You don't have enough for 46 or is the active roster bigger this year? Put a guy on second base? <laughs> <laughs> all-time all-time quarterback. That's what to be Lamar Jackson playing all-time quarterback. Yeah, it, weird things are going to happen. And to me the Niners already got some injuries. It, and they already have a, a positive test. Now again, it's clearly one of these now, I don't know if it's one of the two guys in the hospital, but we have a general idea it's one of the crew, right? Right. Because they made it sound like it was a guy in Nashville, correct? That's how I understood it, yeah. Yeah, that's how I understood it, too. So I, I actually think unfair to even take an educated guess about Richie James because he w- he got hurt in Florida. But but I think the, health, the healthy way, just for you and me and everyone watching this as a consumer, is just to take the outlook that you – I think you mentioned this when we talked about Debo. It's just this is – just sports because I said something like well I, it'd be great if you just maybe you didn't do any of this stuff you didn't do any player-led workouts and your response which is correct was well at some point you're gonna have to play like some guy gets hurt jet skiing you're like dude wait, don't jet ski or skiing or playing pick up basketball when he's a football player For- but at some point you have to just play the sport and this is just part of this deal it's just part of this deal well, I've said from the jump I think Brandon Brooks the Eagles guy got hurt working out Football is the one sport where part of your workout entails like pushing semi trucks, right? Sometimes your tendons just or you know deadlifting an ungodly amount of money or uh, weight. 
uh, you're doing that so you can make an ungodly amount of money, but you're just doing things that are not normal. It's why you don't often see, you know, uh, the Phoenix Suns starting shooting guard just the bench press Torres uh, Torres labrum like that. Never Usually, happens. if it happens in basketball, it's like there's a malpractice lawsuit or something. It's a it's a freak deal. How often in football? It happens a lot in college because they're making a huge jump to push a lot of weights. Where it's like. Yeah, he tore his peck. You know, he's trying to going for the record, going for the bulldog, trying to take Logan Mankins out. He, he sees Logan Mankins up on the board, or you know, he sees Glenn Dorsey up on the board. Yeah. That's always like we're pushing him, and that's it, that's part of football. It's like you're always chasing trying to get on the, the war board. daddy list. All their top five yeah. guys are war daddies. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to be the number one war daddy in school history. And in the NFL, you're like trying to get a little bit better to make more money. It's all this. It's all essentially the same. Your goals. Who's the last baseball player to pop a peck doing uh, some weight training? Is that what what I'm saying? It it never happens in basketball and in baseball, but it happens in football. And now you're factoring in Corona, which I would say football, just the nature of the sport touching literally the soft way to play football is two hand touch. Right. And and when they play football practice where they don't hit, keep, keep them up. You just kind of touch them. So it, it always ensures, like, you don't touch, that means touch down, right? <laughs> every guy, every play needs to be touched. And usually, uh, you know, one thing that always stands out to me, get two hats on the ball. You want, you want several defensive players on the football. So that means you gang tackle. Like, you don't just want guy – you don't want Luke Keekley to make individual tackles. You want three or four guys flying to the football. Right. So now do you like, hey, guys, we got to get better at individual tackling so we can avoid the corona, just become a great open field tackler, and if you see the guy and it looks like he's going to make the open field tackle, pull up. <laughs> Rally to the ball. <laughs> click, click, boom. <laughs> Rally to the ball, but don't be afraid to take a 90-degree turn if you feel the guy's on the ground. We do not need extra guys on the pile. What do you think of that uh, fake COVID uh, helmet that somebody posted this week? I thought it looked kind of cool. Looks like a paintball mask. Yeah, I thought it looked kind of cool. I'd be shocked if if guys are. Was it the Bears? Was that? The it was like it a was? fake Bears mock up. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be a little shocked if they wear something like that. But I, I would never put it past the NFL to do whatever takes possible to uh, to get players on the field. <laughs> right. Just look, man. Hope uh, hope the season happens. The sun comes up. Teams will there will be more of these Debo incidents. Hopefully, he's back quickly. And uh, well, well, I think college survive because it. most football teams have not been together. I've seen a couple numbers. I saw Kansas State was like I, I mean I've seen high teens and twenties of groups. You're talking about COVID. I'm just talking about everything. But yeah, yeah, there have been some high teens and twenties. Yeah, I think the, you said LSU. There was another one. Clemson had a bunch. Clemson, K State Clemson. had a bunch. Yeah. So. I, don't, I mean, I saw someone hit me up on DMs, said, listen, I, I don't think this is true, but would you put it past people to be trying to get it so they just have already got it for once the season started? It did like, occur to me to infect your whole team, yeah. You know, the problem would be you just... I didn't, I didn't actually think, road. yeah, you can't actually do it, but then you find out Saban did it. Like, how come Alabama had no COVID test the whole season? <laughs> Yeah. Well, Saban put it in their Cliff Bars. Micro, micro-dosing in their Gatorades. Yeah, he, 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 he put a strand of the virus as well as he, he had reached out to Lance Armstrong and David Ortiz and put a strand of the other stuff, and they combined, and they got bigger while they quarantined. This is amazing. <laughs> and now no, none of them have ACL injuries either. It's incredible. Wow. Well, uh, on that note, we got another golf. Uh, we got a golf tournament this week to jump. We got a draft. DraftKings not a sponsor this week, but we'll make a DraftKings game this week too. Yeah, we'll keep playing. All right. 
On that See note, you. adios. Adios. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.